You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is a cook-along podcast, Second Helping. I call it a second helping because it's a revisit of something that I posted a while ago. Sometimes I do that, as in today's case, because over the time since I originally made the podcast, I've either changed it somewhat or I've had some additional thoughts about it. I think all of us who cook have that happen. We have a favorite recipe and maybe over time we get some kind of wild hair to make it better some kind of change that we end up liking better than we did the way it was originally. And so it becomes modified maybe several times during its life. Over the past week, I've been taking advantage of blueberry season and made several iterations of this pie crust for my rustic strawberry or blueberry tart. Obviously, I've been using the blueberries for that. And it's given me a chance to compare different versions of my favorite pie crust without changing the central recipe. Trying to find one that had just a little more flavor and the same or better flakiness and the same easy method. I still stand by the podcast you're about to hear. It's a really good, incredibly easy pie crust. It's so light and flaky, it may surprise you. It may not be dense enough if what you like is a really substantial pie crust because this is not that. It's way light and way flaky. But suddenly I thought, because it's made with oil, what if instead I made it with melted butter? Because I tried a different recipe that did use melted butter, and it was for pressing into the pan, and it was good. It was fine. It was a little heavy, so I wasn't nuts about it. But it did get me thinking about a couple of additions to my favorite pie crust recipe, which is, number one, replacing the vegetable oil with melted butter. And number two, when I know I'm going to make it for some kind of a sweet pie, as opposed to, say, a quiche or a pot pie, I think it's a cool idea to add about a tablespoon of sugar. So I'm going to play for you now the original podcast, which was first published in March of 2019. And as you listen, I want you to think about replacing in the same quantity the vegetable oil with some melted unsalted butter and adding, if you're making a fruit pie, 
or a sweet pie of some sort, a tablespoon of sugar just to the flour mixture. It makes the dough a little bit stickier. It makes it a little stiffer. It makes it a little harder to work with. But it's a very rewarding flavor, and I'm glad I tried it, and I will probably do it again quite a lot when I'm willing to deal with that a little extra stickiness and stiffness. If you wanted to use this for a one-crust pie, or a strawberry or blueberry rustic tart, several of those things say Cindy's favorite pie crust, you need to start with this particular podcast. Even though it's specifically for a two-crust pie, in the notes... On the webpage, thecookalongpodcast.com, you will find the measurements to make it a single crust pie. So without further ado, here is Cindy's favorite pie crust for a two crust pie. Hi there, I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. So you've decided you want to make a pie. The pie is going to have two crusts. If you're looking for a really simple, fast, easy, no rolling pin required pie crust for a single crust pie, please go to the website, which is www.thecookalongpodcast.com and look for a recipe called Easy Pie Crust. But if you want to make a fruit pie, you kind of need two crusts. You need one on the bottom and one on the top. Now I'm going to assume that you don't want to work too hard today. We're doing any lattice things. We're not going to do any fancy things. We're just going to make a pie crust on the bottom and a lid on the top. And this is the easiest recipe I know. It isn't for those of you who like kind of a dense, thick pie crust. This is very light and very delicate. And so it's really to hold the fruit. That's its primary purpose. It's not to stand on its own or be any kind of dominant flavor. It's really to hold the fruit. But it's very easy to make. And if you're intimidated at all by pie crusts, This will solve your problem, I promise. This is so easy, and it has a kind of a fun, artistic, creative moment if you feel inclined to do that. The only do-ahead, really, is to have your ingredients ready on the counter in front of you and to preheat your oven. For a lot of pies, you're preheating the oven to 425, so this might take a little time to heat up, so give yourself that lead time. Get it started before you start making your crust. So for this recipe... You need a pie pan, eight to nine inches. You need one and three quarter cups of regular all-purpose flour, a teaspoon of salt, a half a cup of vegetable oil. That can be any kind of vegetable oil. It can be sort of just your general combo vegetable oil, or it can be canola, just whatever general sort of unflavored kind of oil you have in the house is fine. Half a cup of that, and three tablespoons of cold water. That's the full ingredient list. There's an optional ingredient that I would tell you about now just so you can think about it ahead of time. If you're making a fruit pie, sometimes it's fun, and this is a secret. I don't tell people usually when they're eating their pie that I've done this. I look for an extract that would either complement the flavor of the fruit in the pie or actually enhance the flavor that's already there. So for instance, today I'm gonna make a cherry pie. Everybody seems to experience the smell of almonds as being very cherry-like. So I'm probably going to add a little almond extract to the pie crust, and that will add this little sort of enhancement to the flavor. I might also consider some vanilla. Cherry and vanilla go really well together. But let's say you were making an apple pie. 
there are all kinds of extracts you could put into the pie crust for that. It doesn't need a lot. You're only going to want about a teaspoon, um, maybe even a little bit less than that, to flavor your pie crust. But if you're making apple pie, you could put in uh, maple flavoring. That's probably what I would do. Now, not maple syrup. I'm talking about extracts. You could put in uh, rum extract or a brandy extract. The point is you can get creative in finding ways to enhance the flavor of the fruit within the pie. Let's say you're gonna make a blueberry pie. I think you could use the almond extract for that. You could definitely use vanilla, would be just a sort of a little lift for those blueberries. If you wanted to get really creative and try something a little different, you might try a contrasting extract, like maybe a lemon extract. So these are just thoughts. I want you thinking about that as we're pulling together some of the ingredients because that's sort of the thing that makes this pie crust fun and also that makes it a little bit different and makes people kind of look with puzzled eyes saying, what did you do here? What's different here? It's very subtle because it's not a lot of flavor, but it's just enough to add a little special something to the crust. Okay, so now let's get started. You need a bowl, large-ish, medium-ish bowl. In addition, for equipment, you're gonna need a rolling pin and either some wax paper or some parchment paper. Parchment paper is easiest to work with. I have one of those, I don't know if you've seen these. It's called a pie crust bag. It's a circle of plastic. It's like a plastic bag with a zipper that closes it. And it's round and it's the size for a large pie crust. It's really too big for what we're doing today, but I like to use it. But if you don't have that parchment paper, wax paper, even plastic wrap, will work, although you may regret the plastic wrap at certain moments. Okay, so that's the whole thing. So let's start into the bowl. We're gonna measure one and three quarters cups of flour. And for this recipe, you can just scoop it. It's a good idea to stir it first. Let me say that. Stir up your flour to aerate it a little bit so it's not really, really, really dense. That's always something you should do. And if you're interested, there's an article about it. I wrote a blog about it on the website. It's called Measuring Flour the Right Way. And you might check that out. Meanwhile, for right now, just really stir your flour before you scoop it out of there. You don't need to do the spooning thing. Once the flour's been aerated, take your measuring cup and scoop it out. And again, one and three quarters cups. And pour that in the bowl. Add to that bowl one teaspoon of salt. I use regular sea salt. I do not recommend that you use iodized salt. I talk about this often. Iodine has a flavor. It's bitter, and I think it's, you're better off with uh, regular sea salt. Some kosher salt might be okay, but just know that kosher salt is sometimes not as salty as sea salt or regular non-iodized table salt. Put a teaspoon of that, sprinkle that over the flour, and then measure in a half a cup of your vegetable oil. And here is where you'll need a spoon. <laughs> Get a spoon out. Here's where you add your extract. So whatever flavor you've decided to do, and it's completely optional. I hope that that's clear. It's just fun. I am going to use, what am I going to use? I got some orange extract. Do I want that? No, I don't want that with the cherry. Okay, I'm going to use the almond. A teaspoon of that goes in 
with the oil. Now you got to keep your liquids kind of in balance because what makes this work is the combination of flour and oil and water. That's a real common thing. You use that for gravy, you use that for roux, you use that for all kinds of different things. This proportion gets you pie crust. So you don't want to use, like for instance, when I was talking about rum and brandy, you don't want to use the real thing there because it would put way too much liquid in here. But if you have an extract, a teaspoon is not going to mess you up. So once you get the oil and the extract, if you're using it in with the flour and the salt, just stir it up until it's all combined and you have this sort of oily mess of lumpy stuff. See, nothing scary so far, right? We're just stirring something. Okay, now take your tablespoon and put in three tablespoons of cold water. So let your faucet run for a minute, just to be cold, and then fill up your spoon three times. One, just pour it over the oily mess. Two, and three. And then stir it again. It looks odd. It looks like the water is not going to stir into that, but it will. It's going to mix in, and when you're done, when it's all combined together, you have the pie crust. The only thing you have to do then is roll it out. See? For a while, the water just sort of stays separate, and then it turns into this goopy, gloppy, pasty stuff. And then all of a sudden, you can see that the oil and the water are working together. Not something you can often say. And don't feel like you have to overstir it. If there are some striations of still kind of goopy pieces and the denser mixed pastry, that's okay. It's uh, going to roll out just the same and actually maybe a little flakier. Now here's where you need to clear your rolling surface and put your parchment paper or your pie crust bag or your wax paper or whatever you're using onto the surface. If you're using wax paper or plastic wrap, before you put it down on your rolling surface, sprinkle a few drops of water. That will help keep the paper from being pushed around when you roll. And sprinkle a little flour onto it spread it around in the whole surface that you're likely to be rolling not a lot just a little and take the pie crust scoop it out with your hand and meanwhile kind of sort of using the dough to clean the side of the bowl by scooping out all that extra stuff okay pick the dough up as a ball put your finger and thumb around it just sort of squeeze it in the middle to divide it in half it's almost like pinching it in half it's like you're choking it in half. Flatten it just a little bit so it's a round, flat disc. And then sprinkle a little flour on the top of that. Again, it's just enough to keep it from sticking to your second piece of paper. Because now you're going to put your second piece of parchment paper on the top of that. I'm going to just zip my plastic circle. And then you get your rolling pin. And you don't have to do this. It'll still be fine if you don't do this. If you can, you've got that flat disc below a piece of paper. Just sort of push down to make three dents. It's like you're making rows. Rows with little hills. Valley, hill, valley, hill, valley. That's what you've just done. 
and then turn the paper 90 degrees and do that again three times so it's sort of encouraged to stay round. And then using the rolling pin, start pushing from the center out. So we're just rolling it out. We got half of the dough and then we're rolling it into a circle. Hopefully those little hills and valleys you made will help it stay circular. If it doesn't, as you're rolling it, turn it every once in a while to try to encourage it to be in a circle. Roll the edges now that you've got it kind of spread out a little bit. Stop rolling from the middle and start rolling around the edges and that will help make a circle. When your circle is about the size of your pie plate, stop rolling. Take your pie plate and turn it upside down and place it in the center of the dough. And then slide your hand under your bottom piece of paper. Your top piece of paper has been removed. I should have said that. Flip the dough over, your hand underneath the bottom paper, flip the dough over and start to peel off the paper. If it tears, we'll fix it later, but try to gently do this. If you had enough flour on your surface, it should be okay. Try to gently pull it away from the pie dough, which is now sitting in your pie pan. And just lift up the edges a little to kind of lift it and settle it down into the edges of the pan. And there's going to be a lot of dough, hopefully, kind of lopped over the edges. You want that. That's a good thing. There you go. If you have any bubbles, you can kind of gently press them out. Your bottom pie crust is done. You don't have to do anything else because you're going to fill it. So now you should have in your pan a pie crust that sort of mostly fits with some uneven edges, some of which are too far over the edge and some of which aren't quite enough. If you have any cracks, just push them together. The dough is so pliable, you can just sort of push on them and push them together. And your bottom crust, once you get all those little cracks and holes out of there, is complete. Now you have a second half in the bowl. Your second half, you're gonna do the same thing with it. You can use the same pieces of paper if they're not completely demolished by whatever you did the first time. Again, sprinkle them with a little flour. Sprinkle the bottom page, bottom page, yeah, bottom page of paper with a little flour. Take your second half of dough, make it into a ball, flatten it out just slightly so it's a disc. Sprinkle a little flour on the top to keep the other paper from sticking. Spread that with your hand over the surface of the dough. You did that with the bottom, too. You spread it over the surface of the paper. Okay, and then put your second paper on top. There I am zipping again. Make your three ridges if you can get three. If you can't, just do what you can. Turn it perpendicular. Do that again. And then start rolling it from the center. I should warn you, I'm not going to make a whole pie with you today. We're just going to make this crust. So I hope before you started, you had some idea for what you wanted to put in the middle. Unless you're using a canned pie filling, you're gonna mix the fruit. So now I'm starting around the edges, just FYI. I'm done pushing from the middle and I'm starting around the edges in a circle. Most fruits you're gonna mix with sugar and a little flour, sometimes a little cinnamon, and then you're gonna pour that in the crust and dot it with a little bit of butter all the way around. If you're using a canned pie filling, you don't have to do any of that. So my 
top pie crust is now rolled out, ready to go. Do not take off the top piece of paper on this one. Just leave it sit there because the next thing you need to do is fill your pie. Your pie crust is kind of done, but I'm going to jump and tell you what to do next. I'm going to take a little break here and send you to do your fruit filling for your pie and come back to me when you're ready to seal on the top piece and I will finish this up with you. There's just one little tip that I want to give you that isn't just putting the pie crust on the top. Talk to you in a few. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market wow nice yeah what you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. With your pie filling in to the pie crust, now you can take the top paper off your second piece of pie crust. And again, scooping your hand underneath the bottom piece of paper with the pie crust still on top. This one's a little trickier. Match up your edges and just sort of tip that pie crust over the pie. And then peel off your paper again, just like you did before. Now, you're going to have a lot of dough over the edge. Pick a spot where the edges kind of meet and pinch them together. Don't do anything fancy, just pinch them together. The object here is to be sure that the bottom crust and the top crust meet. You may have to kind of roll back your top crust a little bit to get to where the bottom crust is, but you want to close them together so the juice isn't going to come out of there. So go all the way around the pie. Here's where you'll find out if you have too much crust. Any place where it looks like there's going to be a big bundle of crust, just pull off. It's going to be probably the top crust. Just pull it off. You don't need it. It's just going to be in your way. And you have to do that all the way around. Again, all we're doing at this moment is sealing the edges. If you don't care if it's pretty, you don't have to do anything else besides seal this 
well, you do. Just, just stick with me. Pulling off the extra and sealing the cross together all the way around. Okay, now, you can just leave it like that if you want. But if you want to do something pretty, you take a knuckle of your finger and push against the pie crust. I'm going to assume again that you're right-handed. Apologies to those of you who are not. Put one finger from your left hand against the edge of the pie crust. With the knuckle of a finger on your right hand, push out a little divot. And then move half an inch over. <laughs> push again with your left finger. What you're doing is making this ripply divity thing. It's totally unimportant. I am not a person who cooks pretty, but if you want it to look like somebody bought this pie in a store, this is one way to make an easy crust. So what I'm doing is making these little divots all the way around. Okay, finger on one side, knuckle on the other, and what it does is make a scallop. You're not pushing where the finger is, you're pushing just past it. So finger pushes in, knuckle pushes out. Finger pushes in, knuckle pushes out. Another thing that'll work is to just take a fork and use the tines of the fork to kind of make ridges that go around the outside. Just sort of press it down against the dough. And when you get all the way around, your pie will have something that at least looks intentional <laughs> as opposed to just, oh yeah, I sealed it and then I left it, which again is fine. I'm not a cook that worries too much about how things look. My goal is to make sure they taste good. And sometimes if I'm cooking for company, I worry a little more about it looking nice, but you know, it's not that big of a deal. Okay, now you've got your crust. It's got its divots. Take a knife with a sharp point and cut some slits in the top. This is because if you don't, the pie is gonna choose on its own where to leak out. If you give it some places for the air to vent, you are the one deciding where it's going to leak out. It's probably going to come through those vents a little bit. That's actually a good thing because it lets you know that the pie is about done. And then one last step. This, again, is in the category of optional, but I recommend it. You can either just the way the pie is right now, sprinkle a little sugar over it, or you can just get your fingers damp with just some water over the top of the crust and then sprinkle it with sugar. The water helps. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The sugar stick. If you've got fancy sugar, if you've got turbinado sugar, or if you have just a large crystal sugar, that can be really pretty on here. Just sprinkle it over the top. If you don't, I would still use a little sugar over the top because it, it adds a little crunchiness to the top that's really nice. And it also makes it look pretty even if it's just ordinary sugar. And that's that. Your pie crust is done. Three ingredients, a tiny bit of elbow grease, some parchment paper, and it's all ready to cook. I'm hoping that your pie filling is also yummy and that you like this recipe. A lot of people advocate for uh, butter pie crusts. I find them too dense and too heavy and too much work. So this is what I do. Please check out the website for main dish ideas to have before this pie. And until next time, happy cooking! If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.